Now, it's time for Scott Weinberg on the Law, featuring renowned attorney Scott Weinberg, along with guest experts and some of the best attorneys in the country, sharing what you need to know to protect your legal rights. Scott Weinberg on the Law is produced by CBS Radio and TalkZone.com. Now, here's your host, Scott Weinberg. Good morning, America, across this beautiful land of ours and this great city of Detroit. We are coming here live on Sunday morning, bringing you all your rights, protecting everything about this great product of ours called our constitutional rights that are descended for many, many years and now are just being obliterated by our government and by our courts. And that is what we are going to be talking about every single week, but especially today. Ben and I are here to try and protect you as best we can from what's going on in this in this country. There are some decisions, I tell you, that were handed down recently that just absolutely floored me. I, You know, you always expect the Supreme Court, because it's so conservative nowadays, in my estimation, to come down and really side with many times a uh, big business. Uh, you can expect them to not go to the really the individual rights of someone unless it's, in my mind, uh, unless the conservative court can say, hey, listen, we think that it is so egregious that we're going to say the the police did something wrong. But in this, in a couple different cases that came down, and we're going to talk about it, basically it's your Miranda rights. And, you know, those are decisions that, that really follow the Miranda rights, obviously, from the 1966 right of basically saying you have a right to shut up. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go on my blog on WeinbergOnTheLaw.com, and we'll talk about everything like that. But that's really pretty much simply what it is. When you get in any kind of police custody, basically you have the right to shut your mouth and don't say anything. And that is what we lived with for the last 40-something years after... Uh, after Miranda, but now the Supreme Court has come up with a couple decisions. Actually, one that was very similar uh, came out of a decision from here in uh, out of Michigan, and it's really where a suspect, unless when you're in police custody, a suspect invokes his right to remain silent. He has to specifically say he wants to remain silent. Then they they're saying that he waives his right to remain silent, which I just think is a crazy situation. It really comes out of Washington, out of a new case of Tompkins. And it says, basically, if criminal suspects fail to invoke their right to remain silent, they waive their right. It was a divided court, so that's good. So at least we have some people protecting our rights up there in the Supreme Court in Washington. But divided, unfortunately, does not mean that it still is not the law of the land. So the high court ruling basically says that they upheld a murder conviction of a man out, out of here in Southfield, a murder conviction of a man who verbally did not assert his right to remain silent during police interrogation. And the court basically said that you must explicitly tell the officers that you are in asserting your right, known as Miranda rights, and it, it's attuned to this. Let's say that you are in police custody, and they uh, they Mirandize you, and they say you have a right to remain silent. 
you have a right basically to not tell us anything. You have a right to an attorney. If you can't afford one, an attorney will be appointed for you, which is always really ridiculous too, because no one's appointing an attorney sitting there in the back of the police station, but that's beside the point. You have a right to, uh, to basically shut up is what they're saying. And then they start asking you questions. Unless you say, I don't want to say anything, they're saying anything you say absolutely will be used against you. So the bottom line is, especially coming out of this new high court case, is that you need to know that whenever you are being interrogated by any police official and you are not free to walk away, you can't leave his police car, you can't walk out of that station on your own volition, you should shut your mouth, don't say a word, because anything you say can, just like they say on the TV, and will be used against you, and ask for an attorney. You want to call this firm? You call as a 1-800-7100-LAW. You have your own lawyer? You call your lawyer. But you absolutely have the right, you have the obligation, if you want to know the truth, to yourself to not say anything unless you know exactly where it's going to lead. Unless you're a trained professional, and in many times a trained criminal, <laughs> who's been in that position before, you've got to shut up. And, and you know, even if you've actually been in that situation before and you've had other arrests, you know that all they're trying to do is get information from you. Believe me, if the police officer was in the exact opposite spot and he's being accused of something, he's going to be smart enough to shut his mouth and say he wants a, he wants a lawyer. Because he's been through these situations hundreds of times. So he's smart enough. But he doesn't have to tell you, hey, shut up, get a lawyer. Now, some of them do, but they don't have to do that. But then there's another decision the Supreme Court just came out with that's very similar, but this one involves sexual offenses, and this one's crazy. This one is where a uh, the Supreme Court ruled that a police interrogation of a Maryland man suspected of sexually assaulting his own son, did not violate his right to have an attorney, too. And what happened on this one is they did an investigation years earlier, back in 2003, arrested this guy, could not find any information on him. He would not say anything. He invoked his right to remain silent, which was smart. It's not protecting the innocent that that is the situation. It's not even protecting the guilty. It's simply invoking your right to have professional advice. That's all it is. People think that somehow when you don't say anything, you're hiding something. You know, it's okay not to say something. It's okay to say, listen, I want to consider all my issues first. I want to consult with a professional before I say anything. What isn't okay is to lie. Whenever you're with the police, don't lie to them. Don't come up with some fanciful story that you're someday going to have to explain or regret. It's not okay to lie to the police officials. It is okay to not say anything. If people think it's better to come up with a story that they can walk away from than it is to simply say, I want to talk to my lawyer. And in this case, in Maryland, that's exactly what he did. He, back in 2003, said, hey, listen, I don't want to say anything. I want my lawyer. And they and the interview ended because they didn't have any information. They couldn't prosecute the guy. Then, several years later, 
the investigations, this stalled. And so three years later, a social worker went back to the police, said now this child is able to talk because before he couldn't talk. So they wanted the defendant or the suspect to come up with his confession so they didn't have to have this child speak. And then three years later, of course, the child now can speak. The child now is more comfortable in surroundings. For all I know, they coerced him or not, but whatever it is, they now have a complainant who can talk about it. They go, they get this guy again, um, and they uh, start to interview him. There, he waived his right to an attorney and then confessed to the child molestation. And what they're saying is that because there was such a long delay between the Miranda rights that were given years earlier and now, it he didn't invoke his right to remain silent. And that is, to me, legitimate. That you can't invoke your right to remain silent three years earlier, get arrested three years later on the same investigation, and think that what they read to you three years earlier still applies. Because that is just ridiculous. And what they came out with is a rule that it's at least two weeks, which I think is too subjective. Now, how do you come up with, okay, it's four days, three days, three weeks, but two years is definitely too long. It's sort of like how they say about pornography. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. It's sort of like that. And here they say, I don't know exactly what enough time is to say that you've given up your right to not uh, shut up anymore and to talk. But three years is too long. Two weeks, that I'm not sure about. So that's what came with the Maryland case is they basically said that you gave, you basically, you gave up your right to remain silent. You you were re-Mirandized and you spoke and therefore it can be used against you, but I personally don't think um, that was as bad a decision, one of the truth, as the one in the murder suspect, where basically he just didn't invoke his right to remain silent and uh, uh, overtly, and they made him uh, they made him talk. But Ben, what do you think about that? What do you think is the situation with a typical person? Let's say that you have your your friend. And your friend is in there and he's in the, he's in the uh, police interrogation room. He's accused of, it doesn't matter what he's accused of. He's accused of something, but he is in custody. Do you think that someone should have to come up with a overt statement of, I don't want to say anything? And therefore, if they do say something without saying that, that it should be used against them. Doesn't that seem unfair? Doesn't that seem like, like we should be, we should be advised, if nothing else, by the police? And they don't. They try to take advantage of the situation of basically being in control. Well, in the uh, Miranda rights, though, they, they kind of warn you, you know, anything you say can and will be used against you. So if you're talking the entire time, either in an interrogation room in the back of a uh, squad car, then you already, without thinking, are kind of giving up that right. So I think it's implied that if you stay silent, you're fine. So you're the common guy, okay? Yeah. You're a common guy. You're not a lawyer. You're not a cop. You're the common guy who basically isn't informed every day about what to do when you're in custody. And it's and that is what the Supreme Court is saying, is that you're not supposed to know that you can shut up. And that's why they have to read these rights to you. And what happens is I get I get asked all the time, and it's a really good point. I get asked all the time, okay, they didn't read my rights to me. 
doesn't that mean the case goes away? I've been stopped because it was whatever reason. I was swerving. They came up to me. They smelled marijuana in the car, and they start inquiring, do I have anything in there? I say no. They say, well, we suspect you do. They take me out, and they put me in the squad car. No handcuffs. But now I'm in the back, locked in a squad car. And under the rule in Michigan, you are in custody then because you're not free to leave. Your freedoms are gone. Right, you're detained. So, exactly. And yeah. when that happens, how are you supposed... The question is, are you supposed to know that anything you say right now can and will be used against you in a court of law? So now they come back and they say, hey, we didn't find any weed. Where's your marijuana? And you're in the back of the squad car. They're inquiring of you, which is basically considered interrogation. And yeah. they say, where's the marijuana? Where's the drugs? And then you say, without now being Mirandized. So you haven't, you've been, you're detained, you're in custody, you're in a squad car, they're investigating what they consider as a crime, you haven't read your Miranda rights, are you supposed to know that you have a right to shut up? And that's the question is, they didn't tell you yet. In that specific case, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that as being a common person, but in, in a specific case similar to that, then yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know that if you're being detained in the back of a car, and then, you know, that's a way of being, I guess, you know, informally detained and being under arrest informally. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's understandable. And that's what Miranda's about. It's to get the reasonable person that isn't, quite frankly, it should know that they are in custody, should know, but don't know, and therefore the police are supposed to say, listen. You have a right to shut up. You got a right to remain silent. And anything you say can and will be used against you. And when they do that in the back, like in that situation in a squad car, you then, anything you say after that is going to be used against you unless, and none of the new Supreme Court under this ruling, even though it's a dissented opinion, unless they, that individual, the suspect says, I don't want to say anything. Now they're saying anything you say will be used against you. If you're not read Miranda, and this is what I'm asked all the time, so they didn't read my Miranda rights to me. So I'm in the back of the squad car, uh, Mr. Weinberg, and I wasn't read Miranda rights. I was scared, and I told him, yeah, the drugs were back in my house. You, uh, they're, they're, this is where they are. Or I buried them out in the lawn, you know, outside my my car because I saw you guys coming. That he gave up evidence to then show a fur- uh, where he committed the crime or what he hid in terms of the uh, the uh, the drugs, and then they go out and get it. That because of that communication, because he's in detention, because he's in custody, then it's called the fruit of the poisonous tree. That poison, that lack of reading his rights to him, that lack of informing him of his right to shut up, led to. Him making a statement led to them finding the drugs, and therefore that can be thrown out. But if he was mad in his Miranda rights and then gave that information, they can use anything they say. Here's another, I guess, more common situation. Say you're at a local superstore uh, that's around here in the area, and you decide to give yourself a little five-finger discount. You get detained by the store's employee, their security staff. Highly trained security staff. Right. The security laws prevention officers. Right. 
Uh, and they obtain, I guess you can say, some form of evidence, because, you know, you probably still have it on your person, of what you took. And then from that point on, they call the township's police department. He comes in, puts cuffs on you, and then brings you, uh, into a squad car, then actually takes you to the police station to get fingerprinted, picture taken. All right, so you're under arrest. You've been arrested for a crime that the cop didn't see, but someone else declared that they saw you do it. Like right. Like loss prevention or someone at the store. Right. In that specific case, does the arresting officer, since you're going to be put in the back of a squad car, does he have to read you those Miranda rights? The answer is yes, but if he doesn't, it has nothing to do with the crime. See, that's where people don't realize. Miranda has nothing to do with the crime unless because of what you say after you're in custody, after you're detained, and after you're read those rights or not read the rights, anything you say after that, if it leads to a crime or if you're admitting to the crime, then that can be thrown out. Not the crime, but what you say and then what led to their discovery of things. So the crime itself is the is the theft. You're under arrest for it. If they question you and they don't ring Miranda, anything you say, like confessing to it, Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Let's say in that situation, that loss profession officer didn't know that this guy had stolen something. He thought it was the case. They thought they had missing inventory, and they're accusing the guy. They are missing, you know, let's say... um, some CDs and some, uh, some, uh, they're missing some type of, uh, um, electrical equipment. And, but they didn't find it on the guy, mm-hmm. but they're missing it and they think that it's this guy. And so the police arrest him for that. Believe me, that happens all the time. Right. And in the squad car, this guy's under arrest. He wasn't Mirandized and he starts answering questions and admits, yes, I'm the one that did it. Then Miranda can be effective because if you weren't, you're under custody, you weren't Mred Miranda, they don't have the evidence otherwise, but you confess to it, then you can throw out their confession and therefore perhaps beat the case because they didn't have their evidence. If they've got their evidence, they've got someone watching you rip off that store, right. and you're in the squad car, and you aren't Mred Miranda, and you start being uh, interrogated about it, and you admit it, your statement can be thrown out, but they still got the evidence on you, so they're not right. throwing out the case. So people don't realize Miranda doesn't protect you on the underlying crime. It protects you in terms of your communication and what you want to say. And that's really important because it happens every single day, whether it's a roadside investigation, which has some different rules in terms of drinking and driving that we can talk about later, and or any other kind of police interrogation, you have a right to basically Shut up. And if you have any questions about that, I want you to call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's 1-800-7100-LAW. This is Weinberg on Law and WXYT Detroit. Have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and try to keep your record clean? Then you need the attorneys from Weinberg Law at 1-800-7100-LAW. And if you call right now, they can qualify you for a payment plan designed just for you. That's right, an affordable top criminal law firm. Call 1-800-7100-LAW. Stay out of jail, keep your record clean, and qualify for payment plans. Call now, 1-800-710-0529. That's 1-800-7100-LAW. 